Happy Doula Diaries this week. Uh, I just got back from Kentucky in which it snowed in March, which is crazy. And I went to see my best friend, Amy, and just have a restful getaway at the lake. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, and maybe you've heard episode 10, Amy tells the full story of having an unmedicated VBAC on the side of the road in the car. Amy has three amazing birth stories. But today, I wanted you to hear the foreword to my book, Birth Story, that she recorded for the audio version. So the Birth Story Pregnancy Guidebook and Journal is available at birthstory.com. It comes for free with Birth Story Academy if you're in the United States, and I can ship it to you for less than $100. And you can always use code Podcast for $5 off if you want a hard copy of the book. And if you have Audible, you can use one of your Audible credits to download the book. So this week's Doula Diaries, I just wanted you to hear from Amy and her incredible birth story packed into just a few minutes on what it was like to have a VBAC after having induction with her first, a breech cesarean with her second, and then a baby on the side of the road and a VBAC. So enjoy Amy's forward. She's my bestie. I had such an amazing weekend with her. And this Doula Diaries is dedicated to Ames. Hey guys, welcome to the Doula Diaries. I'm Heidi. I'm the host of the Birth Story podcast, which drops birth story episodes and expert interviews every Thursday. I'm also the author of the Birth Story Pregnancy Guidebook and Journal. It is everything, 529 pages of everything that you need to know to prepare for your birth. You can get that at birthstory.com. And I am also the content creator for Birth Story Academy, where you go for online learning from a virtual doula. You can also get into my private Facebook community through Birth Story Academy. And here on Tuesdays is where we meet for doula diaries. So welcome. Before we get started, I would love to have you guys in Birth Story Academy. It is premier childbirth education for your hospital birth no matter what the birth looks like that you're planning. So medicated, unmedicated, a wait and see attitude, a belly birth, an induction, there is a module for all of it. And I have a blank name tag at your seat waiting to put your name on it. And the best part about Birth Story Academy is that I get to be your virtual doula. You go into my private Facebook group where I interact with you every single week and cheer you on as you plan and prepare for the birth that you want, no matter what that looks like. So I hope you will go to birthstory.com and enroll in Birth Story Academy today. If you are currently listening to the recording of this audiobook, you are supporting a dreamer a thinker, an educator, and a mother. And for that, I would like to hug you. Your very talented author, Heidi Marie, is one of my dearest and most trusted friends. Her light and love and personality take over a room. 
We first met through mutual friends for sushi, and I rudely shushed her loud talking in a restaurant. Not recommended for making fast friends. I've come to embrace all of her loudness, knowing our friendship has been cemented in truth, in showing up when things get tough, and in sushi. Heidi has compiled this exceptional book of firsthand stories of amazing mamas bringing their babies earthside, along with tips and space for you to document your own journey. Heidi dreamed about writing this book for years over countless phone conversations with me. When she shared the cover with others, the same questions came up. Who is the girl on the cover? What is her story? Well, it's me, Amy, and my big glowing belly is on the cover of Birth Story. The photograph taken by Anna Mae is me largely pregnant with my third child. Previously, I had an induced vaginal birth with baby number one and a breech planned cesarean with baby number two. I decided on a VBAC or vaginal birth after cesarean for baby number three. My husband, Brian, was on board after meeting with a new VBAC-supportive OBGYN since our risk was low. He just asked that we please not find ourselves in a dangerous situation. I dove into the research on VBACs and concluded my best shot was an all-natural birth. Halfway through my pregnancy, I knew hiring a doula was a must and I had moved 800 miles away from Heidi. I needed someone to be an advocate for me when we were in uncharted waters, who would ideally increase my chances of a successful VBAC. I also studied and practiced hypnobirthing which had a great impact on the outcome of this pregnancy. On July 23rd, I woke up feeling a little off. The two kiddos were whisked away by their grandparents for the day, and I tried to relax at home. Contractions would come and go, which I believed to be more false labor than anything else. I was 39 weeks. At some point that early evening, between the birthing ball, my trusted essential oil, Clary Sage, and doing lots of squats, I asked my husband to call the doula. Heidi had been my virtual doula until that point, talking me through the day. When the doula arrived, I was still cracking jokes and talking between contractions. However, I could feel the contractions were both increasing in frequency and intensity. An hour passed and we began talking about our plan to head to the hospital when the contractions were about five minutes apart. This is the safe zone my husband and I agreed to since his one wish, remember, was that we didn't find ourselves in a dangerous situation. My doula suggested we try changing positions to see what would happen. I'd spent much of the last hour rolling my hips in circles on the birthing ball and applying the hypnobirthing visualization techniques. Brian casually went to gather a few towels in the event we needed them and to put the dog away in the basement. While he was away, I moved to the bathroom. As I sat down to empty my bladder, a contraction came and I can vividly remember the shock and terror that passed through me as my water broke. A minute later, the next contraction hit and I began to push. It was uncontrollable. A relatively stress-free and calm environment abruptly changed. I told the doula to call 911 and that I was not leaving the house. She and my husband insisted that we head to the hospital. Our minivan screamed down the freeway at 90 miles an hour with caution lights flashing and the horn honking. It's pretty safe to say this was not part of the birth plan. Brian was calm and terrified and somehow managed to call the hospital to let them know that I was a VBAC patient on my way and we were coming in hot. 
That conversation, in my memory, was quite fragmented from the ear-shattering white knuckle-inducing guttural labor sounds. There I was in the front seat, moaning in all my pregnant glory. It was July in Kentucky. No shoes, no shirt, no problem. I was just trying not to sit on my baby's head as my husband weaved in and out of traffic. Brian precariously parked backward in the ambulance driveway in prime view of the hospital's main bank of windows. The ER nurses strolled to our car with no sense of urgency, a sweet little wheelchair, and a smile. Then they opened my door, assessed the situation, and agreed with me that this would be happening here and now. I put my feet on the dash and with one push delivered the baby's head. A second push brought my baby into the world. I pulled the baby to my chest to muffle the sound of my heart exploding with joy. At 7.24 p.m. on July 23rd, the nurse asked what the baby's sex was. I leaned away to reveal I had birthed our sweet baby boy. Happy doesn't quite describe it. Proud doesn't really touch it. I was floating on a euphoric adrenaline high like nothing else. I looked at Brian and said, isn't this amazing? To which he replied something to the tune of, can we please go inside the hospital now? I had a large amount of bleeding afterward, so I was given Pitocin and a few stitches, and we were off to a recovery room. Since we waited to find out the baby's sex, I had promised our two older children they would be the first to know. We FaceTimed the grandparents and asked to see the kiddos. Keep in mind that at this point, no one even knew I was actually experiencing real labor. We panned the camera down to my arms so they could be the first to hear the news and meet their baby brother. Lots of squeals and questions ensued. Our five-year-old had her happy tears and big opinions on his name. After much debate, we named our second boy Thomas Rhodes, a name we had always liked but now was quite fitting due to birthing him on the road. He and I were both healthy, and I achieved my unmedicated VBAC with absolutely zero memory of being in pain. This will forever be one of my favorite stories to tell, and it's finally recorded for memory's sake. Keep listening for inspiration, laughter, words of wisdom, and insight from my talented and dedicated friend, Heidi Marie. My whole story lives in a beautiful conversation with Heidi on the Birth Story Podcast, Episode 10. Love, Amy. Thanks for listening to Doula Diaries. Before you go, don't forget to check out Anja Health at AnjaHealth.com, A-N-J-A Health.com, and really look into cord blood and tissue banking. As a parent of a child with cerebral palsy, I know how potent and powerful stem cell transplants can be. And I don't have the opportunity to do that for my child. So I ask you, as you're planning and preparing for the birth that you want, no matter what that looks like, that you will consider cord blood and tissue banking as an insurance policy because we just don't know how our birth is going to go or if our children are going to get childhood leukemia, cancer, heart disease, liver disease, diabetes, Cord blood and tissue banking is the future of science. I am so excited to see in 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, how our children might be able to use their cord blood and tissue stem cells in order to heal their adult bodies. Isn't that so cool to think about? All right, anjahealth.com. Use code birthstory for $100 off 
There is also a special link in the show notes to help you get there. Thank you for letting me share about Anja and Doula Diaries. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode.